Good morning, Mashi. Good evening, Dennis. So you let me know already that you're not super confident in the quote you've picked for today. You know, it, so Dennis, I went OG analog. I was on vacation reading a book. Wow. An actual book. A paper. Not even, not not even Kindle. a Kindle. Paperback. Not yeah, a Kindle. yeah. And I read this quote. And I think the context of COVID and everything we've gone through, um, maybe I've read this book before. Mm-hmm. And now I read this in 2000. Had to be 10. Mm-hmm. It's Stormfront by Jim Butcher. It's the first book in the uh, Dresden Files. And I don't know why. I Maybe I glossed over this. Maybe I didn't think about it. But it hit me this time. And so Dresden's a wizard. It's a fantasy book. Nobody believes in magic, obviously, because he's living in our world. And he has this whole tirade about being a wizard in the modern world. And his take on where we're at today. And he says... Science, the largest religion of the 20th century, had become somewhat tarnished by images of exploding space shuttles, crack babies, and a generation of complacent Americans who had allowed the television to raise their children. But Mm. the real quote here is, science, the largest religion of the 20th century. So this is something you and I have touched on the past a little bit before. um, And it's especially true for a lot of like the general public, right? So when that jumps out to me, it's that people put their faith in science uh, and testing and methodology much the way and expertise, much the way people put their faith in religions. And you mentioned that that was a very common sort of thread during COVID when it came to vaccines and mask mandates, especially your side of the pond. Over here, it was pretty, Ireland had like the highest compliance in probably the, sure. in, certainly in Europe, but like probably in some of the world at the time. You couldn't get um, a vaccine here for love nor money for a while because they were flying off the shelves. But um, I don't know. I, I understand what, what that sentiment says, that science is another element of faith, and it kind of is. But I also don't necessarily agree with it all the way. I, for me, it is 100% true because I'm not scientifically inclined. I have no idea what's at play with the flu shot I get or the COVID vaccine I got or the booster number one I got or the booster number two I got. I'm getting all these shots, you know, since childhood. I have no idea what's in them. I am literally taking them on faith. I'm literally so there is doing an all element, of it like, on faith. Like you put, for example, a great a great example of this is you put an element of faith into like the FDA in America, right? That all those drugs are tested and safe. And when they say they are, they mean it. And the same goes for the food and everything. That's fine. But the problem, the part where that argument falls apart for me a little bit, I agree on an individual basis, you're putting in faith. And sometimes that faith fails. Those systems break. People are found out to have been lying or to have been lobbied or to have been manipulating something for profit or whatever. The problem is the system promises that it's built on testing and iteration and learning, whereas religion doesn't do that. doesn't even promise right. that. And right. I, I, isn't that prom- I mean, that promise is... That promise is shallow at best, Dennis. You and I both know that has that. tons of money. Tons of money. I mean, let me give you an example. There is a supplement I've been taking for, I don't know, four or five months now. Love it. It's a collagen supplement. It, inc- it includes this anti-aging compound. I forgot what it's called. I can look it up. We can put it in the show notes. I don't even know if we have show notes. Um, Comment on it. Yeah. <laughs> and the FDA is about to... Um, people are buying up this supplement and all versions of the supplement because the FDA is about to declare it a, I can't, I don't know what the classification is, but it'll be removed from supplement and require a prescription. Yeah. So supplements in the U S are especially difficult because they're basically entirely deregulated. Right. 
But um, the whole reason they're doing it, apparently, is monetary. But see, this what, what you're describing, these aren't actually products of science. These are products of a capitalistic system that exists around science. Sure. But so like, I, <laughs> okay, so are we talking about science in a non-capitalist world? Because this is, I'm in America, and there's Americans listening to this. I mean, what I are you trying to separate well, dude, here? It's, it's not that different here. I know we have, like, broadly speaking, socialized medicine compared to what the U.S. has in Europe, but it's it's not that different. We still have lobbies. We still have companies fighting over patents and pushing drugs and stuff. That's all true. But, I mean, is, is religion that different? No. Religion is, I think, religion, frankly, and I, God, I, I can't put I'm going to say this. Religion, frankly, is more upfront about how money driven. More honest about it, yeah. You got send me your damn money. Um, I I don't want to go too far into the rabbit hole of science as a religion. To me, it is a religion in the sense that that I that I'm an adherent of. (laughs) I'm pro science, but I understand that I don't know why. Where where things fell apart in the U.S. is people who probably and I don't want to demean anyone probably have less understanding of science than I do, and I have Mm -hmm. a very I would consider myself a shallow understanding of science, um, sought to understand. Well, explain to me why this is working. Explain to me this rever- this R DNA or, you know, this COVID vaccine. Explain to me why it's working, how it's working. It's like, you know, I, people would say, well, don't you want to know? I'm like, no, I don't. I lack the tools to understand it. You, yeah. you A doctor could explain it to me and I'd say, huh? Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So that to me is faith because I'm just believing in the science and in the doctors and in the methodology that was used and separating the idea separating the idea that this was all about Pfizer trying to make a lot of money selling a vaccine, which is entirely possible. Okay. The problem is though, and I agree that they are both types of faith. I think, I think you're right because every individual doesn't know the ingredients of the paracetamol tablet they take, doesn't even know what mechanisms paracetamol acts on their body to make their head, head stop hurting. And they, they shouldn't have to because people do other things. You know, society has all these like diversified talent pools. Not everybody can know everything. That's all right. But that faith is one that is regularly tested and crumbles and changes and iterates. And religion, by definition, isn't. They're both faith, but they are very different kinds of faith, which is why I'm hesitant to call science the largest kind of religion. I I, I don't know if I, I, I don't agree with you. I think, you know, religion does go through its iterations. I think, you know, you do get Luther nailing his 99, you know, demands on the church door. Those things happen and they happen faster than you and I probably realize because we don't pay attention to religion. But there's no um, dis, there's no there's no iteration or disapproval. There's disagreement and secession and growth. That happens, right? That's why Protestantism exists, that like you mentioned with Luther and everything. That's why now the Church of England exists and Church of Ireland exists, etc. Mm-hmm. Um but they're not built on oh the thing we thought before was wrong. Everyone agrees it's wrong. Let's move on. They're built on I disagree with this and I have a club big enough that we're going to start our own thing. They're, they're, they're built on oh I what what they thought what they think before is wrong and we think differently and so yeah but those thinking. original people t- still believe it is the is the tricky part science has its same adherence you know go to the third world go to places where the technology hasn't caught up but well, the, uh, well uh, uh, that's a little different though like are, are you talking about like um, places where they don't have like the same MRI machines or are you talking about places that have like traditional medicines. Traditional medicines. Traditional medicines are that's. A, I suppose that is a little different. Funnily enough, that's actually kind of more popular, Westernly in a weird way than it is. Like I think if there's places that don't have access to aspirin, so they chew willow bark instead, 
I think if they had access to regular access to aspirin, they would probably stop chewing willow bark a lot of the time. Sure. But I mean, I, I think it, in the East, things like acupuncture um, and, and you know, things like that are far more common. Yes. And, the, and, and they, I mean, there's there's a track record for a lot of these things. What I what I really want to get out with this quote, though, what I really want to get out with this quote, because we can go back and forth about whether sure. science is a religion or not. And I, I do think it's largely faith based for the average person saying that that's only the case for the average person, I think, proves my point. I think um, on an individual basis, I agree with you. Yeah. But yeah. I do think there are different and, kinds of faith. You're right. But for me, reading that line now, it's something I've already thought. It made me question a lot of the beliefs I have as fact and how much I'm making an active or in an even more dangerous fashion, a subconscious choice to believe certain things to be fact when I have no basis personally mm. for knowing it other than I trust the reference. Right. I, tr I trust the source that it's coming from. But you, you and it's interesting. You I don't think you can live your life double and triple checking everything. You have to accept some things on faith or you'll never get anything done. Right. You have to. How much do you, but how important do you think it is to acknowledge that you're accepting it on faith? It depends. Um, I think, I think it's important. I think it's very important because it changed the way I interact with science. Um, it also, by the way, changed the way I argue. I, I don't like to argue with people about, like, for instance, the COVID vaccine. People be like, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I would just say, I just choose to believe it. It's just a faith. I just choose to, you know, you can choose to believe the men and women in white coats or not. That's up to you. I'm choosing to believe them. And I found that that quashed a lot of debate where it's like, I don't need to prove anything to you. It's pretty this unassailable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I found very comforting. But I want to turn the other side here because there's a lot of skepticism when it comes to religion. And I count myself as a skeptic there. But if I were to say to you, you know, Dennis, I think daily prayer to the Lord will help increase, will help steady your life and make you better, calm your anxiety um, and make you a happier person. What would your reaction to that be? I think if it makes you a happier person, it's. I find it very hard to argue to take it away from people. What if I said it, there's scientific evidence for it? Well, I mean, there isn't. <laughs> like... Okay, but then what if I said, um, okay, but Dennis, if you meditate daily, it will reduce your anxiety levels, reduce your stress levels, and increase your happiness. That's and there's true. scientific evidence to back it. That's true. So are you tomato tomatoing me on religion here? It depends. It depends on the promise you're making. And it is you are slicing the same thing in a little bit differently, right? So if you're thinking, if I spend some time alone with God in the morning or whatever I believe in, mm -hmm. then I, that tends to make me happier and feel more settled throughout the day. Or you can be think, oh, well, 50 minutes of control breathing triggers my parasympathetic nervous system and that lowers my blood pressure and releases fewer cytokines into my bloodstream, yada, yada, yada. And you are kind of taking two looks at the same thing. Um, I have no issue. I, you, I think you and I are broadly not particularly religious people. Um, yes. I have no issue with personal faith or personal religion. There's some trappings that would come with mass, mass organized religion that are a little bit tricky, um, which I don't necessarily agree with. But, I'm with um, you. But in terms on an individual basis, yeah, I think you are slicing things a little bit differently. And I am, when it comes to religion, I am very much of the "don't yuck anybody's yum" sort yeah. of perspective for the most part. Like I think that gets very different when you start infringing on other people's rights, on other people's mm -hmm. on other people's beliefs, etc. But um, at its core, uh, and th that's a reason why so many faith religions teach at their core broadly very similar values because they're human values. Yeah. The human values about caring about your family, the human values about caring about each other, doing unto others, golden rule, all that kind of stuff, and this sort of tribalism that we have as people. And there's a reason that they're all reiterated in all major religions. And then the flavorings and the sprinklings on top of that are where they start to differ. I think, I mean, I, I agree with all of that. Um, and it just comes down to this 
discussion of like, is do we just not kill people because Moses came down from the mountain with a bunch of tablets? You know, because I'm I'm coming from a Christian country, mm-hmm. though I'm not Christian. It's like, no, dummy. It's written on the tablet because we decided don't kill people. <laughs> Killing people is bad and coveting your neighbor's wife is bad and things like that are bad. That's why they ended up writing it on the tablet, not the other way around. But I do think, because I, I grew up kind of having Christianity thrust on me, even though mm-hmm. I come from a Buddhist household. My, my stepmother is very, very, very Christian. And in a loving way, she felt I needed that. I did not. <laughs> um, I love her. I, I, do, I don't mean to speak against her. She, she, I, I, and, and she genuinely, she's a good Christian woman who I think it came from a, a place of love for her. Um, the churches I went to did not embrace the fact, for instance, I was unbaptized. You know, that was not a positive thing and I was shunned for it. And it was not a good experience for me. And it has left me forever with the distaste for organized religion, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The, the amount of peer pressure brought to bear on children is unacceptable to me, regardless of where you're coming from. And it continues into adulthood. But I think that there's a difference between when we talk about the core beliefs of religion and organized religion, which I do think is largely a, a bad. You can call them faith versus religion. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Faith is a little more individualized. But I think that faith... I mean, I do think prayer is akin to meditation. I, I, I do mean, think they're very ways... similar. I, I think yeah. if you were watching somebody do it, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a difference. Exactly. And if science is what you adhere to, you'd have to concede the benefits of prayer. <laughs> you would if, if if it's meditation, because I think those adherents to science, like myself and you, and we've talked about meditation on this podcast. Well, here the, and we can we can end on this because we're wrapping up, and, and this is a this is too big a topic for fifty minute podcast, obviously. Right, right. Okay. Um, the difference is, I wouldn't argue that praying is necessarily, it, it, you know, doesn't benefit you as an individual in terms of calming you down or solidifying you, or that even if you even if you just take comfort in it, that's more than enough for me. The part where we do argue is if God does strike down your enemy, or if He does help you with that lottery ticket. That's the difference. Sure. Uh, I I don't necessarily believe in an active, particularly a malicious force out there in the universe. I will say when it comes to the universe, when it comes to fate, when it comes to God, the one thing I do believe, and this could even be another quote from another time, is that God helps those who help themselves. So when I you want to we take action. About manifesting and Putting yeah. it, but you want to get back from the world. Yeah, I agree with that. You can't sit on your couch and wait for it. You got to go out there and buy the lottery ticket. You know what I mean? 